2: It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan.
3: All right, let's go right to him. Good friend of the show for a long, long time. Used to be my tennis partner, but now has a big family and has way too many clients. Enco no longer playing singles. Drew Rosenhaus joins us this morning.
0: <laughs> that's true, Joe. I'm a retired tennis player, although I miss it terribly. I'm, I'm lucky uh, if I can step out of my office and run for 30 minutes on the treadmill. But that's I wind all right. up getting a workout in, man, to manage all this stress.
3: Yeah. Oh. Especially
0: this time of the year, man. It is This is, without a doubt, um, the most challenging Time to be an NFL agent. And, and the reason is very simple. In the NFL today, if you take a 53 man roster, I would say that 80% of the roster is going to have some type of work on the contract, mm-hmm. meaning the player's either going to uh, be a free agent, a restricted free agent, unrestricted, exclusive rights. The player's going to have to restructure or take a pay cut, mm. or get traded, or get released, or get a contract extension. Very few deals stayed the same. We have uh, about a dozen clients on the Dolphins, and I'm sure almost every one of them are going to have some work done this offseason in some capacity. Yeah. So definitely exciting. The Combine starts on Monday. We'll have nine. Uh, rookie clients there uh, starting on Monday and excited to go there and and be with them, but also I'll meet with all 32 teams. Um, Just about every general manager will be there. Well will certainly all 32 GMs, most head coaches, um, most decision makers will be there and we'll be meeting with uh, prominent agents to talk about the clients not only on their team but potentially guys that they might have an interest in via trades or free agency. And yeah. to find out what players might be released, it's action-packed,
3: Joe. Yeah, so Drew, i got to ask you, because I've always wondered, because we have all these dates, but it just seems to me when you guys all get together at that combine, everybody for every part of football is there. Do you get a lot of work? Do you feel like you get a lot of your work done that kind of sets everything up for even the tag to, to the free agency part?
0: Yes, I do feel like you can get a lot accomplished because you're meeting with people in person, you're sitting down, you're in a room, and you know, you're you discussing your, your various clients and their different issues. Um, I, it's, you, know, you, can, you can reach an agreement relative to players on your own team. Yeah. If I were to meet with the Dolphins there, for example, and we talk about Andrew Van Genkel, and we reach an agreement on him re-signing with the team, or we meet about, um, you know, one of our clients to restructure their contract cap-wise, at the end of the day, that that happens. Um, I literally have meetings all day for the entire week with NFL teams, sometimes two or three. And again, it may not be with the GM three or four times, but, a team negotiator or salary cap manager becomes very important this week in particular.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, speaking of that, Brandon Shore, Chris Greer, running uh, a lot of the show with the Dolphins. So we'll get right to it. It's been written every day. we got a 51 million over the cap, uh, a Tua extension. People are wondering about whether they like it or not. And Christian Wilkins is one of the top free agents. Um, how bad a cap space are they in? Some people go, oh, they can they can shake that up and wipe that out quickly. It's not a problem. H- how do you look at it? Because part of your job is to know what every situation financially every team's in.
0: Well, I think it's, uh, it's extremely manageable for the Dolphins. And, you know, one of the things that you need to do, and I alluded to this, is go through all the contracts on your roster and make the necessary adjustments with with as many players as you can. The salary cap is projected to go up to a record increase. We may see the biggest increase this year, um, and a lot of people believe it could be $250 million or more, which would be terrific for everybody in the industry, teams, agents, and players alike. But I do believe the Dolphins can do all the things they need to do. They're in very capable hands. I've always believed that Chris Greer and Brandon Shore are very good at their job. I personally have found working with them to be a very professional experience, and I'm confident the Dolphins will do what they need to do between now and uh, March 13th, which is the start of the new league year when they have to be in compliance with the new salary cap number. The good news is it's going to be a very big number.
3: Yeah, well, that, that that's great news. By the way, uh, Van Ginkle, we uh, talked to him a week or two ago. Um, he, ha- he had a breakout year. I mean, the guy played his butt off. Uh, we know the former defensive coordinator loved him and, and played him, and we saw him make a lot of plays. Um. What do you expect, Drew? I know a lot of people have asked me, hey, is, is he going to be back with the Dolphins too early? What are your thoughts?
0: My thoughts are that um, I do believe there's going to be uh, – I, I, well, of course the Dolphins are – I'm not saying anything no one is would be surprised to hear. Of course, this Dolphin organization is interested in resigning uh, Andrew. I, I affectionately call him Gink. And Gink is also going to be uh, coveted by – several other teams he he did have an amazing season he was one of the uh, best pass rushers in the NFL last season and is a very versatile player who can play on the edge can play linebacker he's uh you know got a, a great spirit he plays hard he's awesome in the locker room and in the community and he's just the kind of guy that is a winning football player so yes he'll be very well sought after whether or not he remains with the dolphins there's mutual interest but uh obviously it's going to come down to uh i'm sure the start of free agency and and see what the market looks like and how the dolphins are able to compete with other clubs Um, a few years ago we had a coveted pass rusher emmanuel agba who went in a free agency the dolphins Wanted to retain him. There was much interest in him. But on the very first day of free agency, Emmanuel re-signed with the Dolphins. So, you know, something, you know, again, uh, akin to um, a lot of teams interested, but the Dolphins looking to keep him. We'll just have to see how it shakes out. It's too early for me to make a prediction on that.
3: Yeah. Uh, I got to ask, you got three offensive linemen that were kind of a big part of uh, of the picture for that offensive line that had a lot of injuries uh, a year ago. But the guy that yes. that really ra- rated really well at his position, Connor Williams, my God. Um, so, so what happens now? He gets injured, ACL, and was having, I guess, top two center in the league overall uh, grade-wise as far as run and pass protection – uh, what happens w- with connor williams and and what do you see the the market being like for him
0: yep so we've you, the three offensive linemen that you mentioned are Connor Williams, the center, Isaiah Wynn, the guard, and Robert Jones, the other guard, and all three played extremely well uh, Wynn led uh, had the fewest amount of pressures allowed. Quarterback pressures allowed among any guard in the NFL. He played extremely well before injuring a quad. So he's certainly a guy that uh, uh, made a made a big statement last year, moving a guard for the first time in his career. Um, as far as Connor, Connor, Connor uh, suffered a, a torn ACL, as everybody knows. He had surgery. This was in the Monday night game against the Titans. Right. So, I, I do think that uh, we're going to uh, be very methodical and take our time uh, relative to the contract. A lot of it may uh, be predicated on how Connor is feeling physically. He may not be a player that signs at the very start of free agency. He may take more time based on how he's feeling physically. So, uh, you know, Connor's situation has um a you know a degree of uncertainty that's going to be tied to how he's feeling and uh really we'll just take it you know one day at a time once we get into the off season but I'm not sure that that is one that'll be resolved as quickly as some of the other players that we represent
3: so so Drew I, I got to ask you and I know it's not your client um but the Christian Wilkins thing uh they couldn't get a deal worked out last year he plays his you-know-what off and has a great yep. season with sacks. How, how do you handle it? So it's going to be a big number either way, whether you tag him or you sign him long-term. You think something gets done? What what are your thoughts? It's a Chris Greer first-round pick, one of his first ones that he had as general manager that has turned out to be a real home run. What what do you think happens there, f- watching from the yep. outside being in the same business?
0: Sure, just, just being a, a veteran agent, this is my 36th year working with NFL players, and it doesn't take an NFL expert to recognize that Christian Wilkins is everything that you're looking for as a player uh, and a person. He's He's been a leader. He's been consistent. He's been durable. He's played at a Pro Bowl level. He's always been dominant in the run game. This year he was tremendous in rushing the quarterback. He's one of the best players in the league at his position, which is a coveted position. And I think the Dolphins have to find a way to keep him. You don't you, you don't draft and develop a player like this over five years only to lose them. That's just not how you win in this league. You you gotta keep these guys in the building when you're fortunate enough to make the right pick and help develop them and bring them along and they contribute you just don't get better losing guys like Christian Wilkins. So you do what it takes to keep them. And you know, the defensive tackle market is really well defined. There were a lot of deals last year, um, you know, for upper echelon guys. So I'm confident and I don't have any inside information on this because he's not my client, but obviously I think the world of him and he's very popular on the team and, I certainly think the Dolphins will do what it takes to keep him in the fault.
3: So so I got to ask you this because this is – I guess I'm asking because you, you've grown up a, a Dolphin fan and you've lived down here your whole life, <laughs> the whole family, and hell, we used to go to dinner at your house when you are just a little guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know it's a hell of a story, Drew. Our, our background is unbelievable. So Chubb and Hill and Ramsey and Armstead, all those moves were made in a I've taken it as just as soon as they got four of the great players, they did free agency and and guys through trades. It was all in for me. Does it feel like it's all in for you? Uh, and if it does, even in a year or two, I feel that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely, feels like it's all in. It is. It is. Uh, uh, this is a very good football team that at one time had the number one seed in the conference, uh, then suffered a rash of. Devastating injuries, really unprecedented in the NFL. I think the Dolphins were most affected by injuries this year than any other team in the league. When you talk about the entire roster, with that being said, they've got most of the players that are in a position to come back. They have, uh, you know, the offensive player of the year in Tyree Kill. They've got one of the most improved quarterbacks in football into a tongue of They've got all the building blocks on this football team, young superstars, veteran players. I definitely think this is a team that's positioned to make a run. And at one time they were playing as well as any team in the conference. And, you know, the team that we saw beat the Dallas Cowboys was playing extremely well and had a chance to go, you know, deep in the postseason, had they not had lost key players like Connor Williams and Zavian Howard and injuries to guys like Jalen Phillips and Chubb and Van Ginkle and Wynn. It was just, uh, it was just brutal. You know, losing Ramsey early in the year. I can't think of another team that had as many injuries. The Dolphins lost uh, their Pro Bowl running back. Most are down the stretch. Just, un- just very unkind this team try to keep it together 250 plus hopefully maybe salary cap gives you the room to work and yeah. bring it back this year and try and win a championship
3: yeah and, and I got to ask you the final question because I know I get it every day and I'm guessing you do too that is going forward you got to under contract for this year but do you get an extension do you believe in your your heart there that he gets a new contract or you think they're going to try to get him to play out this, uh, this one on the 23.1 million.
0: I think they're going to put their best foot forward to get a new deal done with him. I think they can sign him to extension and, uh, and actually make it can, you know, perhaps consistent with the current cap number. If not better, I would do everything possible to sign to a, to an extension, it's clear that you can win with him, especially when you surround him with the pieces that he has right now. And this guy's a tremendous young quarterback. Where else are you going to find a player with this talent and this type of character? Um, I feel very strongly the Dolphins have what they, what they need in a franchise quarterback and should go all out to extend him.
3: Drew, that's uh... – Really appreciate you staying longer. And by the way, i got to mention, Robert Bailey's got a a big event tomorrow too uh, that works with you, the Kennedy Kids Foundation Match Point for Mental Health Pickleball Tournament that's that's taking place, and that is tomorrow up in Coconut Creek. And uh, I know they're still looking. I've had a few people call me about it. Drew, I don't know if you're going to be up that way, but I know, boy, Robert Bailey's been through a lot and is doing great stuff.
0: Yep, would just like to say, Joe, thank you for mentioning that. I will be there. Um Robert uh is uh using the uh the tragic um passing of his daughter, Kennedy, uh, to uh, create a foundation, Kennedy's kids, to help raise awareness for mental um depression and issues right. and teenage suicide and uh this is an event to help raise money for that foundation and awareness and i appreciate you mentioning that joe and it's very near and dear to me and and robert obviously and admire what uh what he's doing and it coincides with another great event with the dolphins and their great uh bike race and cancer challenge so tomorrow's a great day to get out and Get some exercise for some great causes.
3: Yeah. No, it's good stuff both ways. And, hey, I can't thank you enough, man. Thanks, uh, thanks Anytime, for coming Joe, on. Anytime, Joe. You're a great you're
0: friend and wish wish you guys the best.
3: Thanks, Drew. Appreciate Take it. Take care, man. Drew Rosenhaus joining us this morning. A uh, little extended time there to to go through everything and uh, see what's going to happen here, man. With uh... So, we got to go to break here, but why, why do we have all those dates when those guys going to meet and get all that work done at the combine? <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules. What are those rules about? You're gonna meet You don't think the jam's gonna go? I know I'm supposed to wait before I talk to you about this, but hey, a couple weeks early. Your guy interested in playing for us? All right, we got to go to break. Uh, we got a lot more stuff to get. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: To stay with us.
2: All right, before we get back to it, here we got again a chance for you to win a meet and greet and an autograph and a photo. With Jaime Hawkins Jr. at Hollywood Collectibles on Sunday, March the 3rd. For your chance to win, text the word guard, GUARD to 20357. That's GUARD to 20357. You just might win. If you can't wait to win, go to HollywoodCollectibles.com to purchase tickets. This is a text contest. Message and data rates apply.
3: All right. Much better today, Woody. Much better on that, man, for sure. That
2: dis- that disclaimer always gets me, though.
3: Hey, hey Woody, so um, t- listen to Drew. And and by the way, he deals with these guys almost every day. And he's got 12 of the 53 players on the Miami Dolphins. I, he's, he's their biggest player, right? So they treat – matter of fact, Drew might have one of those parking spots out in front with his name. I, I haven't looked, but maybe he's out there in front. So he mentioned all that stuff, right? Right off the bat, which I had written down I was going to ask him about restructuring, pay cuts, extension, new contracts, and draft. And And I was thinking as he was going through that list, Jerome Baker's probably going to be asked to take the pay cut. Restructuring is where guys are going to get huge amount of money in the offseason. They'll get all their money, but they're getting a lot of it in the way of one check to lower the cap number so they can get under this $51-plus million that they're over the cap on. And the biggest guy to go to and extend the contract is his client, Tyreek Hill. And then you work down to the five or six guys that make the most money that have the biggest cap hit, and they're all hoping to get that call. Is this a restructuring call? I've been waiting for you to call. Thank you so much. How big's that check, Mr. Ross is gonna send me. So that's uh, when he, he wasn't lying when he said all the different things: new contracts, draft, extensions, pay cuts, restructuring, uh, with the free agency, all that stuff comes into to play, and they can wipe it out. Now they they're gonna cause more problems down the road, but they they can wipe that out in a in a win now situation, which um, I'm guessing is what they're thinking. One thing Drew and I agree on, two things, you you, you gotta use your draft, man. You, you gotta use your draft picks and draft guys. Alan Poupard has actually got a really good article on SI. He he's he's right. Like, you can't go out and do any more big, big contracts. You need to draft some guys that need to come in right away and play. Start. Impact guys. Day one, hey, man, you're in there. We need you, man. We got a lot of good players, but we need to fill in on the cheap and the upside of you guys getting really good and being as good as we think you're going to be from our scouting department and go from there. But um, And the other thing, he he admits they're all in. You're too, man, all in. Way over the cap, and we, we may have to put ourselves in an uglier situation on the cap. Now, Drew brought up the $250 million cap, that it's going up, and they're hoping it even goes up even more as the league continues to spit out money to these teams and their value is going to continue to go up. And that obviously will help for teams that that uh, have problems right now way over the cap like the Miami Dolphins. Of course, the Dolphins are going to downplay this. You can downplay it as long as Mr. Ross is going to keep writing checks. You can you can downplay this all you want. And, and by the way, fans shouldn't care. The no, writers the only ones that care, because fans don't care. They want to win right now. They're hungry. They want to win right now. They don't care about the cap in twenty twenty five. Don't care. We'll worry about that. Give me something. All right, it was fun to watch. Now now give me something to give me a better chance. And that's gonna be it. But it's going, to be, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens with, with all these guys. Um, I'll tell you, the guy I think Drew represents coming back, I think Braxton Berrios is going to be back. You can trust him. And Braxton, I trust. He doesn't drop any punts. We don't have any problems. And anything he catches, he's running 250 miles an hour to get you every yard in better field position. 100%. And he can play, he can catch the football for you um, if you need him to play receiver. So, and I, I'm guessing, I, I don't know what the value for Braxton is going to be, but I think he's going to be affordable for the team to bring back. I don't think they can bring all those receivers back. A lot of those guys are going to be looking. So, I, I that's just my thought of, for the, the Braxton Berrios club out there. that uh, I'd like to see him back. Good team guy, um, plays hard, plays – I mean, he's got to hurt. Some of the collisions he has on those returns, just uh, crazy, It's crazy stuff. So the combine is next week, and uh, the work will start getting done and stuff will start leaking out, and then we'll be in – that's why the tampering, the legal tampering and the tamper. <laughs> you can't control that. How do you explain the first day of free agency and deals are done at midnight when it opens? <laughs> like, come on, man. How long has this been done for? Two weeks? Three? Yeah, yeah. We had a we had an agreement there. We had an agreement between the team and the agent. We just didn't say anything. We had it all done. Hey, remember earlier I, I said to this to you, Woody? I, I wanted to bring it up again. The one guy that's going to be a free agent that I'd love to have on the Miami Dolphins. You remember Kyle Duggar, the safety for the Patriots? Nobody, nobody outside of the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills plays better against the Miami Dolphins than he does. Nobody. Josh Allen and Kyle Duggar. You can't have Josh Allen. Kyle Duggar, Patriots safety. They got to decide if they're going to tag him or not, and if not, and I guess they got a real good offense alignment or something, they're probably going to tag instead. But it's it's close. That guy going back has played. He we talk about great safeties, and he's like two hundred twenty pounds. That's, they've always had good safeties with the Patriots. Uh, I don't know about you, but. If you've heard that name or you go back and where he's making like every tackle this past year or intercepting the ball, Kyle Duggar has been a friggin' Dolphin impact dude, man. He has just played great against the Miami Dolphins. Just unbelievable. Hey, we got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot more coming up here. Mike Florio going to join us early 9 o'clock hour. We'll talk to him. We got a lot more news to get to and uh, and a big Saturday coming up. Big, uh, big, big Saturday. Nice to see the Panthers uh, going to be back home for the next three. The Heat are going to start playing games tonight on the road. Uh, they'll be in New Orleans tonight, and uh, we're off, and we are running. Right now, though, want to talk to you about Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. You're probably going, Michael Kotze, who's this guy now? Talking about Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage, guy I've been talking about for a long, long time, about getting you the lowest fixed rate possible, which could be in the fives right now. And if you closed on a higher rate, maybe you want to call Michael Kotze and save some money with a no prepayment penalty. But I got to tell you, he's doing it all. You need a, you need a second mortgage. You need to get pre-approved quickly. Um, he's about great service. He really is. And, and, again, he gets you the lowest rate possible. But if you need equity out of your home and you need that second, call Michael Kotze. Um, gets it done in half the time of the big banks. And uh, if you could really use that money for whatever reason – Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage, been helping folks here in South Florida for more than three decades, uh, give you a cell phone number. He does work Saturday and Sunday, and he kind of wonders why everybody else doesn't either. 561-441-2730. That's 561-441-2730. That's Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. Knows the business inside and out. South Florida can get it done quickly for you, whatever you need done. One, uh, MLS 166254, rates and terms, subject to change. Either without notice, he's an equal housing lender. All right, welcome back, and uh, good morning to everybody here on a Friday. We were talking before about Caitlin Clark came up, who, listen, there should be nothing negative to say about a woman, a young woman, who just broke every scoring record all time in the history of college. Women's basketball. Great story. Seems very likable, doing great, selling out arenas that she plays in. And she's getting paid, which you should when you're that good, and and she is. Um, Said she roughly makes, if you care about the money part, which we do in radio because we want to know everything gets back to money. Um, She's making about a million dollars a year or so. So so anyway, Jay Williams got to come out on ESPN and said listen I it's great what you did but you can't you can't be great till you till you win something and I was like oh god that just it just opens uh, a can of worms for all team sports for men and women it, it does and, and mostly it jumps right back to the men's side and all the guys that play team sports five on five in the NBA or 11 on 11 in the NFL or Hell, nine on nine or eight on eight, and in uh, in baseball, if you don't want to catch, if you don't count the the pitcher, but I I just he may have like an argument.
2: I I get that that's been a big thing lately. You know, the winning the rings and all that. But no, like, it isn't has the been. Caitlin Clark story. One like if you don't have something nice to say, you probably leave it alone.
3: Yeah, yeah, but but I just took it in a bigger picture of, of things that listen. The great one, the great ones that that we talk a lot about. And you brought it up, and and, and I agree. There, there's six or seven guys up right on the – and there's a lot more than that, but six or seven guys you think of. Tom Brady, um, Michael Jordan up in Jupiter, obviously. MJ comes to mind right there at the top. But, you know, Tom Brady's actually got everything. He's got stats and he's got rings. And, uh, and now the Mahomes thing kind of got it going again because now all of a sudden he's 28 and he's got – three rings and probably if he didn't play again he'd be in the hall of fame with with what he's done and he might have another 12 years left to play
2: oh caitlin clark may be in the hall of fame she didn't play anymore so i but there's a difference between great and greatest right you can't you're not going to find guys in that conversation with you know with mj like lebron never won right If, if lebron continued to shrink in the finals and we're sitting here today and he doesn't have a ring you think we're ever having a conversation we compare him to Jordan?
3: No. Not to Jordan, but
2: no, you'd be having the conversation of the guy being the biggest waste of talent of all time, right?
3: I mean, ah, listen, man. He'd be getting
2: crushed he's the way he was th- when he lost in th- the th- finals
3: the first time with leading, with the heat. He's all-time leading scorer. He's got you're right. He would have had everything but, but none but of right. that would matter if he if he had
2: never won the championships, it would not have mattered.
3: The, there there's a handful of guys, Gretzky I get it. You know the whole list of, of guys that we, we that have stats and have rings. And, and and I agree with everybody else, man. Jerry Rice is in there too. Like he done it all. Jerry Rice is catches, yards, touchdowns. I mean he is he's been a machine. And and rings with Steve Young and, and Joe Montana. He's got what's he got, a handful? What's he got? Five, four or five rings. Um I, I don't I don't disagree with anybody on it says those guys are at a different level but that doesn't mean there aren't a whole bunch of other guys especially in team sports that have put up monster numbers like you can't always just first of all do it by yourself um i just recently saw some of that that documentary on on the lions and one of the greatest running backs of of all time, and that guy hadn't won anything, and I don't know I don't know where you rank running backs and all that stuff. It's a little different club, but there's there's been a lot a lot of guys are really good in team sports, and I know the quarterback's the most important position, so we go right to quarterback and running back's probably not a good example, and wide receiver might not be a good example, but there's been a lot of quarterbacks that were really good that are great, that are great. Never won a championship, including the guy that played here for almost 20 years. I mean, he, he did things that most other guys, not all of them, but a lot of guys could never do. Ball from A to B quickly. He made everybody redo coverages. He about killed the nickel package. It became diamond quarter package. He's the first guy everybody was like calling guys up to get extra defensive backs to try to cover guys because they couldn't get there fast enough with that quick release. And the ball was off. And if you played three deep, he'd just throw it between the three deep. He tre- he treated three deep like two deep. Strong, accurate, and he had he had a pair of basketballs on him in, in big throws. The stuff like. I always tell everybody, fourth and six, a lot of teams will go, hey, we got a minute 20, let's just get seven yards and move the clock. And he goes, no, no, no. This is a great time to go over the top. This is a great time to go stutter because everybody's thinking we're just going to try to get a first down and march down the field because it's safer. Run it over the top, look over your shoulder, it's going to be right there. Just catch it. That's how he talked. So, you know, and again. He could make every throw we joke about weatherproof. He was one of the original weatherproof guys. 20 below zero, wind blowing. Hey, what a great day this is to throw four touchdowns. We got him. We got him. They got to play in this stuff. They're not going to know which way you're going. And the ball will be there. So, I don't know. When I hear Trent Dilfer or somebody like that say, yeah, I can't put Dan Marino as one of the great quarterbacks. Like, what?
2: What? Well, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, to me, there's a lot of Hall of quarter- Fame means you were great. Listen, there's Hall of a lo- Fame is the best of the best.
3: There, there is there's a right? lot. Of, there is a lot of quarterbacks, and in the NFL, and then there's different level of guys that are in the NFL that are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there, there there's different guys, right? Different level of guys. They're all great. But there's different levels, like you yeah, said. Yeah, of course.
2: But if you're in the Hall of Fame, you were great. I mean, you weren't just good or really good. You were great. You were the best of the best Listen, to make man, the Hall of Fame.
3: He was voted top 100. So was Dwight. Now, I know we're not talking about sinners. And, but, yeah. And guys come out and go, look, and I, I know I got a ring and he doesn't, but I can't do anything he could do. Like, he he – so, anyway – It's always an interesting topic, and and Barry Sanders. I always think of Barry Sanders. Like, who is more fun to watch than Barry Sanders? Did he win a playoff game? He might have won one. (laughs) He quit. He quit in the prime of his career.
2: Yeah, he's like Brandon Marshall, that record there.
3: (laughs) How'd you get Brandon Marshall? I don't know. How'd you get Barry Sanders and Brandon together? And a lot of people don't think Jerry Rice is the greatest. Younger people. That have say Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice and To is better than Jerry Jerry Rice. I'm saying, like a man, you can say maybe they can run faster, maybe they could jump higher,
2: but that's always going to be the case, right?
3: But stat, but that,
2: as we continue to progress, like guys are going to get better, the technology is better, right? Yeah, but, but all that stuff helps. But, I'm going, bra- but better, I'm going back to the and but I'm going back to the
3: Brady thing. If it's about stats and rings, Jerry Rice is the greatest because nobody's got—he got all kinds of records. If you get bored tonight, well, you got. Did his record just get
2: shattered by uh, by Kelsey?
3: Oh, maybe in the his playoffs. playoff record. Oh, maybe yeah. a playoff record did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, they keep going. That's gonna. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I did see that. I
2: think what you're saying is completely fair. But like, if you threw Jerry Rice in today's game. What would he be, like, a number, yeah, but, but number two Woody, on someone's that Woody, team? that's
3: a whole new top. Like, that's a, a, a different top. Would he even topic. be a number one? Yeah, he'd be a number one. Jerry Rice? Uh, so so, so that, he's a
2: fringe number one receiver in today's so, game?
3: So that's what we're going to do now. We're going to do all the old guys. Well, the old guys, you know, they couldn't play. It's all different times. <laughs> we're just talking about how good they were when they played, Woody.
2: Someone texted in earlier that I could have been a middle linebacker on the 72 Dolphins.
3: <laughs> that's not true, but I know, I, I know what they're I saying. Know. No, I don't know how big Nick Bonacani was, but we gone back by the way, now we've gone back to smaller linebackers. Right? Now you don't know like
2: the corners though, like nowadays would like things would have been a little different with Jerry Rice. You know how good these these corners are.
3: Let me tell you where where you're wrong about that. Everybody used to jam and knock the crap out of you all over the field, and now you can't touch anybody. So <laughs> you so so like Jerry Rice would go, really? I don't have to worry about my releases except maybe 10% of the time or 5%. Look what happens on those whatever those jams they tried to do on Tyreek Hill. How did those go? Every one of those where they tried to with no help over the top ended up being a touchdown for 25 to 40 yards down the field. Every time. First of all, they're scared to death so they don't jam. They decide they're going to turn and run, and he's faster. So he wins every time. We got to go to hey, Brady. And one
2: more for you here. Eli Manning, someone asked. Great or really good? Really good. He's not you don't put Eli Manning in the great category? No,
3: but he beat Brady twice.
2: Yeah, that's pretty pretty damn good, no? He's got,
3: no, he's got two rings.
2: He's going to Hall of Fame. Yes. That means he's great. All right. They don't put just really good in the Hall of Fame.
3: Eli's a, Eli's an interesting one that um but he did beat he did beat He, matter of fact, he beat what everybody thought at that time was going to be the greatest team of all time. They couldn't wait to give the 17-0 Miami Dolphins. Remember how frustrated the Fox guys were that day and Merck had said something, and he had Bradshaw all fired up. Bradshaw goes, I'm so tired of those guys. Mercury was talking trash, and I'm going, Merck, the Patriots are favored by 14. What are you talking about giving those guys a hard time? They're going to be killing you after the game. And Merck was right. The upset. That was, a, that was a huge upset. Eli Manning beating uh, Tom Brady's Patriots with that loaded team with Welker and Moss on the outside. Oh my God. All right. Right now, I got to tell you about something very important. We got to get away from greatness and talk about getting you greatness again. Atlantic Men's Clinic, ED and Low T. Something men don't like to talk about. You're rolling your eyes going, I I can't believe he's talking about this. I had it. Of course I'm going to talk about it. And I got rid of it. And that's why I'm telling you about it. So if you have it, you can get rid of it too with Atlantic Men's Clinic. I got to tell you, man, um, erectile dysfunction and low T as in low testosterone is serious stuff, man. It can mess you up. Apologetic. You lose your confidence. Got depression, arguments, breakups, even divorce. Like what happened? You're not, you're not attracted to. It. No, I can't control. I can't, can't do anything. I'm sorry. If you want to get rid of it, this is the great news. Atlantic Men's Clinic can do it for you starting today. Get it. Get rid of it. You don't have to go around walking around like you can't tell anybody. So you're so embarrassed. You don't have to go through that. They got success rates well over ninety percent, and they got six locations throughout South Florida. Listen to this. Schedule a consultation. With Atlantic Men's Clinic today, your initial visit includes medical consultation with a Florida-licensed medical provider, a T and a PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if the test dose doesn't work in the office you, you visit, it's free. They have an expert staff. They're fantastic. They'll explain everything to you in your appointment. You can ask questions. Hey, I don't know what you're waiting for, but if I'm telling you you can knock out ED, like, real quickly... I'm not talking about the blue pill. I'm talking about getting rid of it. You don't have to worry about your back, man. This happens to men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Sex drive is gone. Can't can function, man. No 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 love making. 877-455-7300. 877-455-7300 or visit atlanticmen'sclinic.com.